Hello, everyone. Welcome back. After a solid three to four month hiatus, uh, Chasing the Dragon has returned. Uh, I'm Kyle Jacobs sitting here with Noah Chase. Um, doing this remotely now because our big boy is in big boy law school trying mm-hmm. to make the world a shittier place. Uh, one case at a time. So, yeah, we're back. How you feeling, Noah? I'm feeling good. I know that our listeners were definitely missing us, so I'm, I'm happy to to start it back up again and uh you know please the people here so exactly i'm paying i'm paying eight bucks a month for soundcloud premium so we might as well get some uploads going did we not get spotify going well we'll figure that out okay gotcha. <laughs> well, the chip in. we have to get some ad revenue going so we can yeah absolutely we'll bucks. definitely get sponsored well now college athletes can get sponsored so we can too i suppose yeah exactly uh all right, so we can start with start off from the top, do a little college football talk. Uh, week week one last week uh, finished up. I'm gonna let you just take over and give me your thoughts. Yeah, there's actually like game tonight, I think, and a game tomorrow, which is kind of weird. Oh yeah, I don't Who know why. Tomorrow, I know Notre Dame, Florida State, um, tonight, right? Louisville and Ole Miss, I believe tomorrow. Okay, I'm pretty high on uh, Carol. I think is the name of the. Ole Miss quarterback. Oh, Coral? Coral, yeah. yeah. Matt Coral. Because yeah. Lane Kiffin's team, like, last year was amazing. So I actually kind of hyped to watch that. They were tomorrow. my favorite team to watch last year, probably. Yeah. Except yep. for USC when USC was down by two touchdowns. Besides that, Ole Miss was just incredible. Every game was just 49-45. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Well, like, yeah, and the game tonight should be pretty good. But other than that, like, it's been – I mean, yesterday was just, like, an onslaught. And there were games mm-hmm. Thursday and Friday day too yeah so we're all like you know can start making some predictions um mm-hmm. best team right now two and oh utep um so of course keep that one rolling but well-known powerhouse well yes. keep that you're saying keep that rolling even though we recorded a podcast last week that no one is ever going to hear so no one knows yeah, about your utep hype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well uh for those listeners that didn't listen because we didn't release the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, <laughs> yeah. Uh, lock of the century was UTEP over three wins in the mm-hmm. season. They're already two and out. So one more to there push, and two more to win. Um, oh, yeah. So sorry that you guys all lost money on that because yeah, that's that one's on me. <laughs> I mean, that was on both of us. That that yeah. podcast was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But we, we so we got we got Bama with a resounding win over Miami. Um, I don't know if that was much of a shocker to you at all. Right now he's definitely like the quarterback to beat. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of the other quarterbacks didn't really show out that well. I think Strahd like struggled early on, the higher state quarterback, which we yep. saw interception in the first half. Um, but then I think he got his feet under him. So not an awful showing. Um, I think his like completion percentage was a little bit low but like the otherwise his numbers were decent yeah um, he just had so much time and yeah i mean the guys were just so open for some of those yeah. like big plays down the stretch yeah uh, i mean ohio state looked besides when they were shaky like starting out um yeah. they looked really good so yeah. i don't know kind of pre- prepping for another ohio state bama final like That's i don't know definitely, i mean do you do you give minnesota any credit for hanging with them or do you yeah think- i did I think Minnesota, like, if they play that way and kind of um, methodical, like we were starting out, especially uh-huh. the first half, um, 
and we can hang with a lot of the other teams in, in the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, like Wisconsin didn't look that good at all. Um, yeah. Grant Mertz, Grant Mertz is just uh, dog shit. I don't know. They, he got like Heisman hype after that first game last year against Illinois because uh, he put up good numbers, but they were playing Illinois who has zero pass coverage. Yeah. Um, so he was getting all that hype, and then like he proceeded to throw interceptions like almost every single game since then. So, <laughs> Anytime um, I hear a big quarterback get Heisman hype, I just remember my freshman year at the U, and I it was at they were playing like. Oregon State, the University of Minnesota was, and yeah. some kid behind me just goes, uh, this uh, Mitch Leiner, what's his name? Was it Mitch Leiner? Mitch Leiner, yeah. Mitch Leiner, he just goes, "This I heard this guy might go like like top 15 in the draft next year, and I was like, alright. <laughs> I just, uh, my brain just broke hearing that. He had like, like 20 passing attempts for like 80 yards in the game, and I was like, what are you guys watching? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but no, I'm pretty hyped on, on Minnesota. I hope Ibrahim. Yeah. Um, I think it was like maybe two weeks is what I heard. Or, yeah, but I don't know how serious the injury was. Um, uh-huh. So, but that's definitely an important part of our offense. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, um, it looked like there was definitely a point when they were down. It was either like 14-0 or 10-0 mm-hmm. when they just took like a gut punch and it just easily could have been like they got steamrolled. Then they came yeah. back and actually like fought with them. And I was really impressed by Morgan, like just yeah. being able to actually make some big throws when they needed it. Cause that, that was a huge part of the game. So I feel good. Um, I, I was expecting them to, like I said, just get steamrolled. So I feel, yeah. I feel pretty good about it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was not a bad defeat. No. Uh, yeah. Other than that, like, I mean, I've mainly followed Big Ten, so mm-hmm. but I, you know, was able to catch most of the games besides the ones that I had money on. Um, yeah. So, but it was, yeah, it was a good overall day, and uh, looking forward to kind of seeing where the teams play out. Um, the Clemson Georgia game was like the hype one yeah. of the like that was the big ma- um, matchup. Know. Yeah, yeah. Um, game and, is that the word you're thinking of? Game. I don't know. My brain is. Gonna <laughs> um, but it, yeah, and we were watching it, and it was just boring as shit. Um, yeah, I didn't catch much of it. I just saw zero. Was it zero zero at half or three? Yeah, no, no, no. It was uh, seven zero at half. And oh, my the bad. The final score was like ten three. Yeah. The only touchdown was a pick six. Um, Jesus. From, from yeah that. Ugalele, I think that's how you pronounce yep. the something quarterback um, that he threw like going into the halftime. Um, Do you think there are any takes out there that that he played so badly because of the athlete endorsement deals and him being in the Dr Pepper commercial distracted be. him from football? Yep. Yeah. Because if, if not, I want to put that out there and and monopolize that take right away. Because I'm sure there's going to be people out there that would love to hear that. <laughs> but yep. I'm not, I'm not gonna. All right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the Georgia defense is legit. Um, so yeah. I think that's like the main competition in the SEC. Um, mm-hmm. Like team, like I don't know. I don't know if you can stop Alabama's offense, but like yeah. if there's anyone that could do it, it's Georgia's defense. So mm-hmm. that'll be whenever they play. I don't know if they play in the season, but that'll be hype. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's about that's about all of my takeaways were. Um, are you forgetting one crucial fact in that USC uh, won this week over 
San Jose State. So that's important. Just so everyone's on the same page. That did. I don't happen. think I watched a single. I, well, that's not true. I watched the LSU UCLA game. But other than that, I didn't okay. watch it well because um, it's not the Conference of Champions. Ah, uh, well, all right. Agree to disagree. <laughs> I watched the first half of that game and. I fell asleep at halftime, so that was the quality of football. But, you know, we'll see. The other, I didn't get a chance to watch Oklahoma. Um, and I, that was a good game. I think they were playing. Yeah. Tulane. Tulane. Yeah. yeah. And actually, in the, in the shootout. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, they kept it close. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I didn't get to watch it. But anyway, but like, I'm curious to see about Spencer Rattler because um, he was the other. I know he obviously had a huge game just in terms of yardage. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, how much of that was like his performance, um, mm-hmm. like the way their offense is. So. Is he is he the Heisman favorite at the moment? I would imagine. I would guess that it's Bryce Young. Um, okay. But yeah, I I think he was the favorite preseason. Okay. Uh, or just based off of like the what I saw from um, Bama. Yeah, yeah. If Bryce Young's not the favorite, then yeah. uh, he probably should be. I believe, Bryce Young plus five hundred, Spencer Rattler plus five fifty. So still pretty close. Yeah. And then, uh, ooh, yeah. What's his name? Giannis, um, from Clemson, uh, is plus eleven hundred. And then oh, wow. Daniels from Georgia plus twelve hundred. I'm guessing that was a lot tighter um, before this week. Uh, and then yeah, taking a screenshot written down notes of like what the preseason was but hey you know what are you gonna do man don't beat beat yourself up (laughs) we'll work on it we're happy to have you here (laughs) uh and then matt coral is actually uh looks like fifth or sixth uh for preseason odds of plus 1500 so for big yards out of uh Mm -hmm. the coral guy cool all right well yeah college football it's still fun tons of blowouts tons of not so fun games but it happens there you go. What do you do? <laughs> Let's talk about big boy football. Uh, so I'm drinking my coffee. Today is the last uh, Sundayless or footballless Sunday until I think it's February 20th. So batten down the hatches, get everything productive you need to do out of the way because from here or on big out. Big boy football. There is a big boy football today. There is a football game today. <laughs> big boy football. Um, yeah, so we already did our, our power rankings um, a little bit earlier, a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm just going to do a quick little recap of who I kind of had like tier-wise. Um, we can go over what our, what we're predicting for division winners, too. Um, do a couple hot takes, you know, see where yeah. it takes us. Um yeah, so I had Houston and Detroit as the two best teams in the league. Um, uh, <laughs> yep. So uh, I just realized that if that like plays out the way that it is, Houston and Detroit could get the top two picks in both the NFL and the NBA. I just realized that. Huh. So yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Um, Maybe there's some correlation there. The whole just city's just fucking tanked. just shit. Um, yeah, I think I think Houston is probably going to run away with it, uh, assuming that everything goes the way that it's looking like it's going to go. Um, and then the Lions are probably going to be going to be right there with them. So 
Any you 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 in agreement right there? I would agree with that for sure. They're both just such powerhouses. Uh, yep. Just fucking. I'm not sure who can beat them, really. Just champs. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I got Kansas City, Tampa Bay. And then my hot ish take is that the Rams are up there with them. Um, Packers, Bills, and then Ravens are kind of in my like contender class. So, uh, who do you have as your division winners this year? Well, well you- yeah, I actually have the Rams as uh, my NFC. Okay. Class. Uh, I think that's probably maybe the hot take. As do I. It was a coin flip, but I wrote the Giants. I think that's probably decent. I hope they take a step up. But, hey, look um, at us. I got that too. Look <laughs> Who would have thought? What a, yeah, what a, ones are pretty much all chalk besides, let's see, Browns for the or AFC North and then yeah. AFC South. Other than that, it's all chalk. But What a fun podcast where we just sit here and agree with each other. <laughs> Because I think I have everything the exact same. So I got Packers for the North, yep. Rams for the West, Bucks for the South, Giants for the East, and then Bills, Chiefs. So I actually have the Ravens um, winning North and then right. Titans for the AFC South. So well, there we go. We'll have to make a podcast wager on the AFC North. On the AFC North? Okay. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll come up with something because that could, that could be a contentious mm-hmm. rate. Loser um, pays the $8 premium fee for, for Spotify. For <laughs> That's fine with me. Um, loser actually has to do prep for the next podcast. <laughs> oh, God, I want to win so bad. That would, that would suck. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I had the Ravens uh, pretty high on them. They had the number one defense uh, in yards last year. Um, seventh in total points for offense. Um you know, if they can get anything from uh, Bateman this year, mm-hmm. um, I think they could have a really good passing attack again. And just as a regular season team, I think they're going to be they're going to be pretty stellar. Um, I'm definitely not low on the Browns at all. I think yeah. I, I I'm predicting that Chubb is going to lead the league in rushing yards. So Whoa. I think they're going to be an incredible team. Um, I just think it's going to be pretty close. I'm going to give the edge to the Ravens. That'll be good. We'll see. Um, I'm like low on. Um, yeah, not nobody in in those uh, divisions, but besides, yeah, I think yeah, Cleveland keeps it going. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're both pretty high on on the Giants, though. I yeah, for it's sure. A fun one. I think I'm trying to see what their um, regular season win total was so how many games mm-hmm. they'll, they'll win in the regular season i think i bet over seven and a half okay which might be enough <laughs> yeah yeah it also depends i think i'm low on most of the east uh-huh. so that, like um i mean i think like washington was the favorite to come out of the division okay uh, no i don't believe that because i think that i mean they're talent for sure but i'm not sure they can put it together yeah keep it going and i think their schedule is pretty hard too from what i remember seeing so i think they have a pretty like high floor just because i think their defense is going to be really good this year mm-hmm. um and that will like keep them like in games i just yep. don't see them so if if like the the rest of the east is really garbage and again and they can get to like eight wins i can definitely see that happening um i just think the giants have a little bit higher upside um 
They were ninth. Uh, they had the ninth ranked defense last year. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty big additions, drafting a receiver and then getting Kenny Galladay. Saquon's coming back. Um, yeah. Just hopefully, uh, with a bit of improvement on the defense, um, could could really step him up as well. So, and if Daniel Jones can, who knows? Maybe takes maybe takes a step. Um, I've got yeah. faith. I got I got a little faith. Um, yeah, I could definitely see them as a as a higher upside team. I just don't I don't have much faith in Dallas because I think that we like saw them at their best last year in the first four weeks when they were just racking up yards and points and it kind of just didn't matter. Um, and I don't think yeah. Win as the defensive coordinator is going to be like what's going to step them up to a passable defense. No, absolutely not. And um, yeah, from what we saw last year, I mean, like it's just boat racing or not boat racing, but uh, shootout for teams. And yeah. uh, I think that they're playing like in the division. Most of the other teams have have stepped their defense up. Uh, mm-hmm. And so like, their offense won't be able to kind of run at the same pace they were using last year. Yeah. Uh, kind of like their defense was absolute dog shit. So yeah, it was bad. Kinda, yep. So. It'll be. I mean, it's always kind of fun just because those teams just beat each other up, and uh, they're all awful. So yeah, they're all either awful or just they're all incredible, and it's yeah. kind of a coin flip every year. So we'll see what happens this year. And then Philly is just kind of like, eh. there was. We were talking about this a little bit before, where, where there was a solid like forty-eight hours where Deshaun trade rumors really mm-hmm. like spiked with Philly and Miami, um, kind of coming out of nowhere. And there's a lot of reporters saying that this is definitely going to happen. Um, and then as fast as it came, it went mm-hmm. just it like me. Went. It, went. Um, <laughs> it went. So, yeah, I, I mean. That he, like the offer that the Dolphins sent mm-hmm. was like, too low or there was something along those lines. <laughs> the, um, what had like to be Tua t- t- and then some. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the end then some was, but right after that kind of came out, um, Brian Flores basically just went out and said, like, two is our quarterback. Like, we're not going to, like, get in, like, this situation. So, yeah. you don't know if that's just what he is going to say or if that's pretty legit. Um, but – and then there was just really no news from Philly, and it just kind of passed. So, yeah. I don't I don't know. It's still – uh, we got the Texans play in a week and Watson's still not on like the exempt list. So technically yeah. he's still like on the roster, which is just really weird that they haven't, they're kind of putting the Texans in an awkward spot because usually in this situation, the commissioner would be like, he's suspended until we have like more info. Mm-hmm. But now I don't know if he's just like, I'm guessing he's just not going to be at the games and he's just going to be at home. Um, yeah. Or maybe or, he'll be like, out there at safety. That could be. Yeah. I, I thought I saw something that he was either like help, like there was some FBI involvement that I wasn't sure if it was like they were like part of the investigation mm. or there was like something else going on. But I don't know. I'll find that well, article. He, I, I think it came out recently that um, Houston PD had actually like spoken with um, some of the alleged victims. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like a step towards yeah. possible like criminal um yeah. whatever you're the lawyer here so um yeah what the, what the fuck do you know uh so that could be i don't know i think everyone was kind of resigned to that this is going to be like a civil situation yeah. i think it'd be really 
I mean, not to like take a like personal like interest in this for my own benefit. I think it'd be really interesting if it was actually to go to like a criminal like suit. Um, Cause I don't think we really see that a lot in these situations. So no, we'll no. See. Uh, yeah. And I mean, just as a podcast, I think we're uh, definitely like morally upstanding. Yeah, exactly. Support the victim. <laughs> so I'd like to see, you know, criminal charges be pressed. Cause that's yeah. you know, just, we're, we're pro justice here on the uh, chasing the dragon pod. So just speak, for you. speak for you, speak for yourself. All right. Half of us are <laughs> pro justice. Yeah. <sighs> what are you gonna do um <laughs> yeah so that's uh, that's our fucking weekly talk about deshaun watson for a yep. solid five minutes because it comes up um yeah what do you got you got any hot takes coming up for this year um the jets have a winning season is that a hot take that yes that would be a hot take well it's gonna is that, is that what you got i got i got okay that's this already <laughs> <laughs> is there any reasoning behind that um well i think their schedules like i don't know i guess i'm pretty low on um some of the other teams in the division um okay. dolphins for instance and i don't think the patriots are gonna play out so i just may be biased and a little hopeful <laughs> um but i think like they take steps forward and can stay in games preseason looked really good for most of the draft picks and yeah. uh, overall, I think just the coaching like changes the kind of the mindset of the team. So are you going to put money on, on Wilson plus seven fifty for rookie of the year? Something. It's tempting. Uh, Lawrence is plus three fifty. Jones is plus 600. And then you have fields, Lance and Wilson all at plus seven fifty. Really? If I had to well, take I someone from that group, the third group, I would definitely take, I would take Wilson. Yeah. Those odds. Yes. Uh, although I'm pretty high on fields too. Oh, so. yeah? Yes, I am. That's my other hot take is that the Bears um, are second in the division. Oh. The Packers. Scorching. I know. I can't yep. say I, I agree Sorry with that. Vikings fans out there. Okay. You don't, no need to apologize. No. I've taken enough abuse. Um, <laughs> interesting. All right. My, my – one of my takes is that I don't think Fields is going to be as uh, exciting as the preseason hype may have led us to believe. So I was looking at Trubisky's uh, preseason stats mm-hmm. and from when he was a rookie, and they were pretty amazing. So I'm just trying to keep myself grounded. Yeah, I guess it depends on what you mean by exciting to watch because I think like his mobility makes like it it's going to be exciting to like see how he can like scramble in the pocket. Yeah. Uh, even like it ends in like a sack or something. I don't yeah. know, but yeah, I just really enjoy sure. him as a player. He'll be fun. Ah, it's gonna be an interesting contrast when he comes in for Andy Dalton inevitably. Oh, cut out there. Right. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, did you did you miss that? What'd you say? I was dropping knowledge. I don't know. I don't know if you can hear me. What did you say? Uh, I was just going on a Fields tangent about how he's uh, awesome. You know, an MVP. No, no, I didn't hear that. No, you cut well, out for you cut out for a second, so I started singing Hollow Notes to myself. <laughs> so that's what you missed on my end. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so we, we, would you rather take Fields or Lance, Rookie of the Year, plus 750? Fields. Okay, interesting. I'm, I'm going to stick with, uh, with uh, what's his face? No, Lance. Wilson. What the fuck? All right. The white guy. Yes. That's yep. the one that I'm sticking with. Right. Um, cool. Yeah, I got I got a couple hot takes. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay them on you if you're ready. Yeah, bring them. Throw them in my face. Let's take week them. week four Sunday night football. Uh, Patriots Bucks. Both teams are gonna come in undefeated, three and zero, and it's gonna be one of the most hyped up Sunday night football games ever, and it's gonna be extremely disappointing. That's my hot take. Disappointing for like the hype because the Patriots. It's just gonna. Yeah, I, I I don't know in what way it's gonna be disappointing. Either the Bucks just beat them like twenty-one to like three, or like the game just ends like fourteen to ten, and it just is kind of like a dud. But yeah. I, I just feel like it, that game already sold. For like the tickets were selling for like the most like preseason like ever for like a Sunday night football game. Oh wow! And I just think both teams could potentially get off to really good starts, and I think it's gonna be incredibly hyped up and it's going to be at Arrowhead? the Patriots Buccaneers game. Oh, sorry. I think <laughs> this whole time. No, it's not an arrowhead. No, that would be Fox for all. Okay. So, gotcha. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's a semi hot take. Yeah. Um, I got, I got Stafford of the Rams making the NFC championship game this year. That's yeah. I mean, I, that's uh, who are they beating then? Do you think that like they're coming out of the division, which I'm I'm agreeing with there? But then I think they're definitely coming out of the division. Yeah. Well, I'm not a soothsayer, so I don't know who they'll no. play in the playoffs. I can't predict <laughs> that far ahead. Okay. Can, but I can predict I can predict a week further than that and say that whoever they play, they will beat. <laughs> gotcha. Um. Go. So that's 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 one. Uh, Carolina Panthers. They're going to have the second best record in the NFC South this year and make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Watch it. Hot take. That's a very, very hot take. I just took off my Darnold jersey to <laughs> say that because I was getting a little too hot with it on. Yeah, yeah with your hot takes. Exactly. So that's, what, yeah. What brings you to that conclusion? I just, I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they got going on there, I'm all about it. Um, I don't know. I, th- I I think uh, I think it'd be really I think it's gonna be really interesting to see uh, Joe Brady's offense with mm-hmm. someone who's like comfortable throwing the ball more than five yards downfield. For yep. as picks as Sam throws, he at least is like comfortable like taking chances. Um, yeah, I McCaffrey's coming back. Um, their defense they had a lot of young guys on their defense last year, um, and I think have a chance to improve. And I think I'm not high on the Falcons at all. Uh, the Saints is going to be a big old question mark, depending upon Jameis's yeah. turnovers. So I think it could play off Carolina. Um, yeah, that's what I got for you. It's sick. I'm I'm just well, hyped about. like overall. So uh, definitely just see Donald like under that system. <laughs> yeah. Not. Um, not whatever the hell is going on. Yeah, that was just, I mean, Gase, oh, God. What a guy. I hate him. Crazy eyes. Yeah. But, yeah, so I, interesting to see, um, I, you know, and with Jameis as well, not to see Jameis starting and New yeah. Orleans 
I'm hoping he's starting. Well, oh, yeah, I think he is. Did they announce that? I think that was the decision that they that they announced a couple I don't weeks know, ago. Sean Payton and his Wonder Boy are just gonna just fucking loves Taysom Hill. I know. What can you do? Weird love. Yep. Um, another hot take coming right at you. Bring it. The 49ers are going to run a two quarterback system this year, and it's actually going to work. Really. And it's gonna, they're gonna like, do you remember like a couple years ago when Flacco was still the quarterback for the Ravens and they would like sub in Lamar for like series, like every couple yeah. series? Uh, I think they're gonna do that. And I actually think it's gonna like, because that did not work super well when they, they were doing it with Lamar. I think it's actually gonna work with Lance. What would um, they use Lance for? Like, what do they sub like in? Like, read option yeah. packages. Um, yeah, and I think just even coming in for like third and shorts and stuff like that, or even doing like a couple like like a series a game or something like that. Um, I think Shanahan just is so unbelievably amazing at yeah. like getting people open in the run game. I think having that versatility of Lance out there um, is going to open stuff up so much. Um, yeah, and I, I think I think they can pull it off. Uh, I don't think Jimmy G is obviously happy about the whole situation, but he seems yeah. to be handling it uh, relatively well. And I think I think they could get him on board to be okay with with giving Lance like you know ten, fifteen snaps a game or something like that. Nice. So we'll see. I could I could definitely see them having a pretty absurd rushing attack this year. Yeah. And uh, and going at it. So yeah. That's like, can you hear this lawnmower that just happens? Yeah. And like, what is going on? I can certainly hear that. Okay, well, that's not great. No. No. It happens. Uh, that was going to happen, to be honest with you. Yeah. It doesn't. It shouldn't happen. This is the first time it ever happened. Fucking day laborers, man. What are you going to do? It's Sunday. What are you doing, guy? Yeah. Trying to feed his family, probably. Well, what? With grass clippings? Yeah. <laughs> Pay him to work tomorrow. What a douche. Give him 20 bucks and tell him to fuck off. Come back later. Yeah. Just no. Just tell him to fuck off. <laughs> um, and then... Yeah. Leading rushers? You oh, yeah. I got Derek. Chubb. I got Chubb as my leading rusher. This year. What about you? Derrick Henry. Not yeah. Then not a hot take at all. Um, I'm just not sure what, like, the Titans... I think that's kind of their offense. So what? Yeah, what they're going to be about. Well, yeah, I just I think that I'm guessing that they're hoping that um, AJ and Julio are going to be able to open things up a little bit more and maybe not have to rely on Henry to rush two thousand for two thousand yards again. Just because yeah. it's not good for him or his career, even if it is good for like the week. Um, mm -hmm. I think they want to be able to take some of that stress off of him. Also, is it? This is something I was thinking about. Is it? I think it's super weird that people are like really high on Calvin Ridley this year, yeah. like over AJ Brown. Yep. I think that's very odd that I see him like higher up on like offensive player of the year like awards and like fantasy. I guess maybe because they don't really have a lot of targets in Atlanta, but like I don't know. They've both been in the league for two years. AJ Brown has had more yards than like. AJ Brown yeah. had two thousand yard seasons. Calvin Ridley's had like two eight hundred yard seasons. So I don't know, like where this. I wonder how much of it is like quarterback dependency. So like, 
yeah. in terms of uh, more uh, efficient like quarterback throwing and completions mm-hmm. and at Ryan and like actually being able to make the completions. Um, yeah. I mean, I think you can make the argument that Tannehill's played just about as well as Matt Ryan in the last two years though. So, yeah. The argument could be made. I don't have, I don't have statistics no. to back that up, no. but <laughs> they're both middle-aged white quarterbacks who I think are both pretty good. So I'm going to say it's comparable. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess you could make the argument if you're just coming at it purely from, like, he's going to get targets, um, then A.J. Brown is probably not going to get as much. So, yeah. I get it. I just – I thought that was I thought that was a little odd. Um, who do you have – who are you thinking for uh, waiting passer slash receiver? Passer? Uh, Josh Allen. Interesting. Is it? Okay. I, that's a little interesting. Do you just not have faith in Buffalo's run game at all? Yeah, I think they're just gonna stick with the pass. Mm-hmm. Um, who do they? Who's they gonna be their feature back this year? Do they have one? I don't know. Do they have a running back on roster? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I, I don't know off the top of my head. So okay. I, I, All right. We, Good. You're gonna pull it up? No. No. Um, I'm gonna let yeah. you pull it up. <laughs> All right, I just feel like you're just not going to do it, so I guess we'll just move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. All right, Josh Allen, interesting. Yeah, I are, – are you buying Are you buying stock on Josh Allen MVP this year? I actually adding on it, but um, I see it. You can see it? Okay. Does that help you? Yeah, a little I, bit. I'm not I a, mean, I'm, I can definitely see it. It happens. I think it's a lot of it um, for the MVP awards or such tendency on on the team. So yeah, like, even if it's, I mean that's not anything anything absurd. So I mean if you're thinking that the Bills are gonna go far again, which there's no reason they shouldn't. I mean mm-hmm. coming out of the East, and um, I mean they could have a great season in terms of like I think their schedule is really light. Um, so yeah. there's no reason that he's not getting huge numbers completions looks like he you know unless he takes a step down um uh-huh. so you definitely see it okay makes sense um okay yeah i am thinking uh mm, <laughs> i got a couple guys that i'm mowing around i don't know if i really have like a definitive answer um Cause I could see it going a couple ways. Um, if, cause so CJ Henderson just got injured for the Rams. Um, so I could definitely see them relying on the, is that his name? Is that, did I just make up that name? Oh, that's it. Okay. Sometimes I do that. <laughs> uh, nope. Okay. CJ Henderson is a cornerback for Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> So it is an NFL player, Daryl Henderson. Uh, uh, got hurt. Um, so I think I could definitely see LA relying on um, their passing attack a lot more, and a lot of that like short passing, mm-hmm. play action game, um, and like replacement of the run game. Um, I could also hot take. 
I could definitely see the Raiders continuing to just have a trash defense and a good offense this year, and Derek Carr just throwing for a fuck ton of yards. Um, yeah. So I kind of have him, those two, like two different ends of how good the team is going to be, but I could I could see both of them putting up serious yardage this year. And then Mahomes is kind of like the outlier when it comes to having a good team and still throwing a ton of yards. So you never know. I could – I mean – he could still be up yeah, there. yeah. I think my argument, like against Mahomes, why I just good in terms of like their schedule and their script play, like they're just gonna yeah. get up decent on teams and run clock. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know like how often he's gonna be making bomb throws um, for yeah. yardage. Well, I'm just I like looking at last year. He was second in the league in yards, and he's only like 80 yards behind Deshaun, and he played yeah. only 15 games. So. It's just like he, he just seems to be the guy that doesn't like like in theory, if your team wins thirteen if your team wins like thirteen games, you probably shouldn't be leading the league in passing yards, but yeah. Seems to be the guy who just breaks that mold. So we'll see. Yeah, well Andy Reid too, in terms of just yeah. like their their offensive scripting but just, yeah. Any any uh anyone catching your fancy for leading the league in receiving? All right, DeAndre Hopkins, um, mm-hmm. but I think that's mainly just like because of their offense again. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of interesting just in terms of like looking through my process when I was looking through, uh, you know, pulling up odds to see who's favorited, um, but then also like thinking about quarterback play, offensive yeah. scripting, schedule, um, just to kind of like try to have it mapped out uh-huh. uh, how often they're going to be targeted and used. Um, so. That's my – it's a semi-hot take, I guess. But I'm also kind of low on the Cardinals, so I think they're going to be, like, either down in games yeah. the pass to, you know, get up or mm-hmm. uh, they're overall – I think their schedule is, like, 50-50. And if they're trying to run the, run the score up early on because um, their defense is dog shit. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I was looking at before, but now I realize why people are really high on Calvin Ridley because he had 1,300 yards last year. Um, so I don't know what I was looking at where he only had two seasons of 800 yards, but that one's on me. Must be a different Ridley. Must be a different Ridley. <laughs> um, yeah, I was actually thinking Hopkins as well myself. Um, and then sleeper pick, uh, would be DK cause I can yeah. them just airing it out a ton. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm pretty low on the Seahawks. So for like similar reasons, well, I'm mm-hmm. not just like, sending it having to sling it so russ is gonna have like 18 touchdowns in one pick for like the first four weeks and gonna get an insane amount of hype and then yep. we'll see what happens after that so yep pretty usual yep tacos well that's uh that's that's <laughs> what we got man let's get ready for fucking football you so pumped for this fun. season i am pumped for i'm this incredibly season. excited i know i don't know like i don't remember like last season, I think it was just so weird that like I wasn't. Uh-huh. I mean, I was hyped, but I was didn't have the same feeling of like going in. This is like it's like back, you know what yeah. I mean? Like the football, like real, yeah. You know, fans in the stands and like it's yeah. actually. So yeah, I remember the the Vikings Packers game like week one last year where there's just no one out there and they kicked it off and it was just like dead quiet and I was like, yep. this is really fucking weird. And then watching yeah. Minnesota Ohio State and like. And there was like a big, I don't remember what the first like big play was, but 
and just seeing the crowd like erupt and like mm -hmm. i was like holy shit i'm watching like football right now yeah. <laughs> this is nuts yeah. so we like talked ourselves into being like okay with empty stadiums yes. like, it was it wasn't awful it was okay it's fine but a lot of it was like not remembering or not having like the comparison to yeah. stands and like actually crowds going wild and exactly just, so much back so yeah i'm big hyped um that's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, I mean, I remember watching the the bubble for the NBA last year and being like, I don't know why everyone's talking shit. Like, this is great. Like, I'm actually really enjoying this. And I was. And then watching, like, the first postseason game with, like, full fans, I was like, holy shit. This is so much better. <laughs> so, cool. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll be back next week to do a recap on uh, week one. Um we did predictions about six months ago for week one. So we'll go over uh, who, who won that, that matchup and uh, yeah, do some winners, losers, talk about uh, the greatest sport on earth. Big boy oh, football. Yeah. Soccer. No, I'm kidding. Oh, Hey, come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, tune in next week for more chasing the dragon. See ya. All right. I don't know how to stop. Pause. Stop.